RT8K News. It's 11 o'clock on Ben Che, the top stories. Kaohsiung mayor and former KMT presidential candidate Han Kuo-yu becomes the first Taiwanese politician to be recalled. The education secretary says schools can call the police if students show serious disrespect to the national anthem on campus. And the justice secretary says she will be responsible for laying any charges under Beijing's new national security law for the SAR. Kaohsiung Mayor Han Kuo-yu has become the first elected politician to be recalled in Taiwan. Priscilla reports. Kaohsiung voters have voted overwhelmingly in favor of ousting pro-Beijing Mayor Han Kuo-yu. It's a spectacular fall from grace for Mr. Han, only months after he was the Kuomintang's candidate to take on President Tsai Ing-wen. The 62-year-old won a surprise victory in the mayoral race in 2018 in what had long been a stronghold of the ruling Democratic Progressive Party. His decision to take a leave of absence to seek the presidency just months after taking office drew heavy criticism and a petition was launched by a group called We Care last December to seek his recall. During a concession speech, Mr. Han thanked his supporters but accused the pro-independence DPP of smearing him. The cabinet will now have to appoint an acting mayor before a new election is held within three months. The Education Secretary Kevin Young says schools can call the police if their pupils show serious disrespect to the national anthem on campus. LegCo on Thursday approved a law under which failing to respect the anthem can result in fines of up to $50,000 or a jail sentence of up to three years. Mr. Young says teachers should focus on helping pupils develop a sense of respect for the March of the Volunteers, but could call the police in certain circumstances. If there are incidents that happens that show disrespect of our national anthem, and the seriousness of the incident is so big that it will affect the operation of the school, and or affect other students as well, then the school, if they have no other option, they have to call in enforcement agents to help them to restore the order. That I believe is quite exceptional, but I think school will make their decision when these incidents actually happen. The Center for Health Protection says it's still trying to contact four households at Luk Chun House in Shatin for COVID-19. At least seven residents of the building came down with the new coronavirus in the biggest cluster of cases in weeks. More than a thousand residents have tested negative. Meanwhile, Hong Kong has reported three more imported cases of COVID-19 from Pakistan and the UK. The Justice Secretary Theresa Cheng says she will be responsible for laying charges under Beijing's new national security law for the SAR. Details of the new law to curb secession, subversion, terrorism and foreign interference are still to be agreed. But Ms. Cheng said the basic law makes it clear her department is responsible for charging suspects. Asked how her department would cooperate with national security agents who are expected to be allowed to cooperate in the SAR under the new law, she said it would work on the information provided by law enforcers. So therefore, we will make our decision in relation to the prosecution, uh, whether or not to prosecute and ultimately to take charge of the prosecution matter in court uh, in accordance with the evidence, the law and the relevant prosecution code. The relevant law enforcing agency will give us the file and uh, probably the police will be the law enforcing agency. We'll have the file and then we'll look at it um, just in any other normal way. 
Civic Party lawmaker Jeremy Tam says he has made a report to police after confronting two men who followed him and took pictures in Admiralty last night. Mr. Tam said the man taking pictures agreed to delete them after he was confronted, but another man appeared later, apparently to back him up. He said the pair's accent suggested that they were from the mainland, and he believed they had bad intentions. He says it's not an isolated case, as he was followed last week. Mr. Tam was asked whether he believed it was linked to the new national security legislation. That is possible, and don't forget. I mean, like for the past, you know, few weeks, it's been a, you know, a lot of tension in the society, and also the legislative council elections are also coming up in few months' time. So it could be anything, but of course that would be definitely related to for the um, political reason. A group of pro-establishment figures has protested outside the British consulate in Admiralty over London's plan to give holders of British national overseas passports a potential route to citizenship, with some of the protesters tearing up their own BNO documents. The British government says it will extend the rights of BNO holders in the UK if Beijing presses ahead with its national security law for the SAR. RTHK. The time has just gone five minutes past eleven. A coalition of more than 20 labor unions will ballot thousands of members on whether to hold a general strike against a new national security law. The unions, which cover sectors from transport to catering, say this is the most accurate way of canvassing members' views. A strike will only be considered if the majority of unions meet the target in terms of registering new members, and if at least 60 percent of more than of the more than 60,000 voters approve the idea. The group spokeswoman Kat Ho set out their plans. Following the financial sector's recent call for a strike, 22 labor unions across over 20 industries, with the Hong Kong On Strike Labor Union Coalition, follows suit to call for Hong Kong's first ever referendum on general strike. So, as to amplify the voice of the vast labor force and present the collective vision of the national security law to the international community. As Hong Kong prepares for a possible general strike, that will involve tens of thousands of the people over the next few months. The chief executive Carrie Lam says the fact that the stock market hit a three-month high yesterday shows investors are highly supportive of the upcoming national security legislation. Writing on her Facebook page, Mrs. Lam said even though the Hang Seng Index plummeted around 1,400 points on May 22nd, the day the NPC decided to impose national security laws in Hong Kong, all of those losses have since been recovered. She said this shows how overseas and local investors are confident that. The The new legislation will improve the rule of law and bring stability to the SAR. Meanwhile, North Korea has again expressed its support for the en enactment of national security legislation in Hong Kong, according to the state-run Xinhua News Agency. Xinhua said North Korean Minister of Foreign Affairs Ri Songguang told the Chinese ambassador to the country Li Jinjun that Pyongyang fully supports China's decision to safeguard its sovereignty, security, and territorial integrity. Apart from North Korea, several other countries, including Syria, Tanzania, Uganda, Burundi, Myanmar, and the Philippines, have also voiced support for the national security law. 
Labour Minister Law Chi Kuang says the government is looking to help construction workers who haven't been able to benefit from a government scheme to protect salaries during the COVID-19 pandemic. The government had earlier rolled out the Employment Support Scheme to help fund local workers' salaries. But Mr Law said around 40,000 employees in the construction industry who weren't employed on regular contracts have been left out from the scheme. Tens of thousands of people in Australia have attended anti-racism rallies focused on the treatment of Indigenous Australians. In Sydney, a court overturned an earlier ruling that had banned a protest in the city. The rally was led by an Aboriginal mother whose son died in prison five years ago. The BBC's Shaima Khalil reports from Sydney. People came out in their thousands chanting Black Lives Matter, some carrying placards with the same slogan written in red, yellow and black the colors of Australia's Aboriginal flag. Protesters marched in solidarity with those in the United States after George Floyd's killing, but they also wanted to use the international outrage to draw attention to the grievances of the indigenous community here. In the last three decades, more than 400 Aboriginal Australians have died in police custody. No one has been convicted for any of these deaths. The National Basketball Association has announced initial plans to resume play behind closed doors at Disney World in Orlando. Only 22 teams will be involved, playing the games needed to decide who qualifies for the playoffs and the seeding. The aim is to have the season finished by October 12th. The Cameroonian star, Luke Umar Abute, previously of the LA Clippers, was asked whether a championship ring won in this way would have the same value. A ring is a ring, but I, I still, I still believe that it's, it's going to be tough to kind of put this season like against, you know, 82 games and regular formats. But I mean, at the end of the day, guys are out there playing, and once you're out there playing, you know, it's a game, so you, you know, you got to respect that. But how it looks, it might not be like the prettiest or the, you know, best way, but I mean, it's still a ring. Though. And to end the news, top, the top stories again. Kaohsiung mayor and former KMT presidential candidate Han Kuo-yu becomes the first Taiwanese politician to be recalled. The education secretary says schools can call the police if pupils show serious disrespect to the national anthem on campus. And the justice secretary says she will be responsible for laying any charges under Beijing's new national security law for the SAR. The news from RTHK.
Lily Alberg. Hurting. I hate to see you hurting as you're chilling. Feel buried alive. This city is airtight. Suffocating, lonely in the crowd. I'm surrounded by all the screens of the. 